Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower, and I'm here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. You can find us on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen to our shows on warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. You'll also find the posts there for listening and downloading, for downloading, and you can forward them to your friends, and we thank you for doing that. You can find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the shows where you heard us as this your interaction helps. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa and danaglinsmith.com. Biblical truth in an unbiblical world. Christian truth today is relevant and biblical truth leads us to the way, the truth, and the life. This is Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God and our Savior and Lord. Also, blood guilt slain for the word of God. Blood guilt slain. It is true today that murdering Jesus is the goal of many in the world as they kill the least of these my brethren. It is the last days and being slain for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ has brought blood guilt and its judgment to this generation in rebellion. And state of a moral nation. State of a moral nation when looking at the direction of a nation or a people we look to its leadership this includes the political religious and social leadership of a nation and don't miss this latest post on warn-usa.com persecution sheep to the slaughter classic warn radio Persecution sheep to the slaughter continues to be true, as James says, You kill the righteous, and he does not resist you. The year was 2019, and 4,136 Christians were killed for faith-related reasons. And that's according to the Open Doors USA. And for the latest post, on Dana Glenn Smith, we have Still the Darkness Conspiracy Behind the Conspiracies. Still the Darkness in the Ground Floor of the Secretive Move to Destroy America was published in 2017. It details this event. Book 2, The Rising, takes this further and is due out in late 2021. Be sure to get the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can sign up and you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and other resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. 
Well, it's another beautiful day here in the land of the living. Downtown Chicago. No, not really. <laughs> L.A.? No, no. No. New York? No. No. Florida? No. Texas? No. No. We want to be where we're at. Thank God we're here. Yeah. Yeah. We're in... We're... I like to say we're not too far from various famous mountain ranges. So at any rate, we're here. Thank and God. Bless the Lord. The first thing we're going to talk about is the ALG churches. And the ALG church is called the Assembly of the Loving God. And they have 428 churches that is scattered throughout the Middle East. And uh, they're in Asia, Africa, and the Middle East. They mainly spread the gospel to Muslims because all 428 underground house churches are former Muslims. And they're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's a lot of sacrifice. And uh, we're not connected with them in any other way other than the fact that they came across our path and we were able to correspond with uh, some in the office and things regarding this. So we get letters from them and uh, <clears throat> this is one of the ones that uh, uh, we recommend supporting. You can donate straight across to them. We don't take any money for any organization. We don't do that. Um, and whatever organizations we support, uh, it's just uh, private. This is the only one that we make open, and I just do that for the purpose of telling you that, uh, in the words of uh, Pastor Peter Hanif, who's, who's the president, he says, we are going through a big crisis. We have about 428 underground churches in Asia. Africa and the Middle East, propagating the gospel to Muslims and other unreached people. But our income is not sufficient for our needs. We were having about 20 churches in the Middle East, either self-supporting or supporting one church each in Africa. But due to the coronavirus, they are not able to support the churches now, which they were supporting, and are also facing a crucial time <coughs> to maintain themselves. They're requesting our prayers, and it's requesting your prayers, to overcome this pathetic situation. And he wrote, wrote another letter that we got today. This is one that, the first letter. But uh, suffice it to say, they need help. Um, Maybe it is in our Lord's plan to teach us more about his sufferings. Glory to his holy name. We praise and thank our Lord for our brethren who regularly support us, though they are very few. Uh, yeah, we know that. On, on behalf of the ALG Church and Bibles for the Mideast, I thank all contributors who helped us. But at any rate, because of COVID, because of the fact that uh, that has affected them the way it has, and a lot of them have been sick, it's ravaged through uh, India, and they've got a lot of uh, churches in India. Uh, there were churches that were a little more well-to-do. They were able to help the others, but they're not able to do that. And so they're calling out for help from people to donate them. So you can go over to Bibles for the Middle East, and uh, it's is it the website's Bibles for for the Mid East? Yeah, number four, the Bibles number four, Mid East. And uh, down at the bottom of that, on, on that web page, you'll be able to see where um, you can donate, and. Uh, you can donate by PayPal, which takes 
uh, various credit cards as well as by PayPal itself. So at any rate, uh, remember that the Assembly of the Loving God Churches, 428 of them throughout Asia, Africa, and the Middle East, and they are in very, very difficult areas. Uh, but this is also a place where we've seen a lot of miracles, a lot of testimonies coming out. And so it's right on the front line of the gospel. Uh, and when you look in the world, the one group of people that are making war against Christians continuously, uh, one of them, uh, the biggest one, is Muslims who are jihadists. And the only cure for that is for them to become saved, to know the Lord. And he has revealed himself to them, and they continue to come to the Lord. So we praise the name of the Lord for that, and we want you to remember Bibles for the Mideast. And uh, if you have any trouble getting a hold of them, uh, you can contact us, and we'll, we'll physically write the... Um, the website out but it's a typical website address Bibles the number four mideast.com you can also do uh, uh, a search for the assembly of the loving God or Bibles for Mideast uh, all of those will be um, you'll be able to find them so at any rate, remember them. And uh, these are tough times, Tower. Oh, they are. My heart breaks for these people. You don't even know the half of the dire situations they're in. Well, you know, and we have another issue, and that's in America. Up front, we're talking about the House Dems pushing abortion. Now, you've probably already heard all the news on all that. We're not a news channel. I don't do news on our websites, and the only time I mention anything is in conjunction with what we're doing, with uh, the Bible, with what we're doing. And I might add that, you know, when we put scriptures out or anything, it's, it, it is the King James Version, uh, almost... And that has to do with a lot of things, primarily because uh, of copyrights on some of the modern versions and things like that. People put together the Word of God and they still make money off of it. So at any rate, so CBN covered this some uh, a while ago. Well, the House of Representatives voted to pass a bill that would allow U.S. tax dollars to pay for abortions worldwide. Now, this is not new. This is something that Obama was was doing, too, trying to get going. Uh, and the measure passed. But see, it's still not over. They're still working on it. And uh, there is some issues with all of this. And from our standpoint, that when you're talking about abortion, that's blood guilt. That's killing the innocent. Now, a lot of women have been taught, my body, my choice. Well, my body, my choice sounds good. But the baby is not yours. The baby is God's. And he gave it to you to take care of, not murder. And there is murder involved when you kill a baby. And late-term abortion, it's really murder. And when the Biden administration came out and said that it was okay to do research on, on the bodies of babies that have been aborted, then they get into a real pickle because then you really do have blood guilt to the nth degree. And then when you start to use various uh, DNA properties from that aborted fetus and use it in your vaccinations, your vaccines, like they're doing with COVID, you have something that is made with something that has a curse on it. That's right. 
Now, there are Christians today that have no problems with that kind of a vaccine. I do. It is wrong. It is paramount to uh, accepting, you know, the very essence of what Satan is doing. The children of Israel got judged for their passing their children through the fire to Baal. And that was Judah. And the northern tribes, they were worse all the time. And that's why they got carried away. Make no mistake, aborted babies is wrong. Killing babies are wrong. And so this issue here has to do with the fact that we're in COVID now. They're pushing vaccines and they refuse to give the, the whole total news about how many people have died from those vaccinations. Now, I have heard it from various uh, sources, good sources, doctors, and professionals in the field who say what some of these vaccinations are doing. I've also heard it from people that are are people that are very popular and, uh, you know, they are uh, Trump supporters or combined with, the, you know, Patriot and you know, the whole nine yards. They classify themselves as Christians. They have no problem with with the vaccine and taking it. I have. If you can make that vaccine without tapping into the dead body of a fetus using their DNA or their blood, their cells, their makeup in any way, then that vaccine would be okay. But if you're going to put pig blood in it, pig parts, pig DNA, then I have another problem with it. See, because I've researched this out a long time ago, and I know very well that that's what they do at times. No telling where they're getting their stuff for that they stick you with. And now it, it's, it's a mess. So, well, at any rate, there's no way we want to be able to allow this government of the United States to pay for abortions worldwide. Amen. With our taxpayer dollars. With our taxpayer dollars. Now, there's nothing I can do about it if that's what they do. But I can tell you what it's going to do. Because America is turning in to Mystery Babylon. She's changing. Now, you can say, well, is she really Mr. Mr. Watchman, uh, Mystery Babylon? Well, you know, to the nincompoops out there, you need to read the chapter and understand that Mystery Babylon is a spirit that coerces the nations into becoming just like Mystery Babylon and drinking her vial of abominations. Further, when you look at the judgment of the blood, which I've taught on, you can find judgment of the blood from Genesis all the way to Revelation. You can find it in the Gospels and you can find it regarding Jesus Christ when he shed his blood. The judgment of the blood is nothing to mess with and upon Babylon itself, Mystery Babylon, it'll be double times her double or four times in judgment for what she has done. And she's going to be accounted guilty of a lot of deaths and a lot of bloodshed and you will drink the blood. Now people say, well, no, that's figurative. No, that's literal. That's scary. Double for her double. Double for her double. And so I'm not going to argue with you. You know, if, if you don't believe it, then that's fine. You know, let the door, you know, hit you in the butt on the way out. You know, America, for all its technology and smart people, we are really stupid on certain things. Now. In China, an Antichrist war. Antichrist 
means the opposite of Christ, Antichrist. We don't like Christ. We don't like the Messiah. We don't like the gospel. Paul talks about a time when society will reject the love of the truth, which God so loved the world. That's the love of the truth. God loving us, sending his son to die for our sins, and it's all wrapped up in the gospel. They will reject the gospel, they will reject the truth, and God will send them a delusion so they'll believe a lie and they'll be damned because they did not want to live. They did not want to accept the truth. So China, clear over on the other side, the very one that Biden and his minions are kissing up to, they're kissing up to a dragon that is not their friend and they have no clue. But Unbelievable. Yeah. But you see, the thing of it is, China has an antichrist war against any preacher in China, any Christian, and we've we've talked about them rounding up Bibles and uh, you know any kind of a Bible book or or anything regarding faith. And they not only make a war against Christ, they make a war against Muslims and they make a war against the Tibetans, they make a war against just about anybody that's within their domain. They want no faith. They're godless. They're humanists. They're actually 100% in a lot of ways almost a perfected humanist in the things that they do. But they're not perfectly good. They're perfectly human in that respect that they are sinful. They need redeeming but they are pushing the communist agenda, which is Antichrist. Now, in a story that ICC, International Christian Concern, covered, and they follow this stuff, they talk about a preacher from a Reformed church, and the preacher was detained for his faith. He got an administrative detention, 15 days worth, and uh, two other church workers went to pick him up and as soon as they got there they were arrested on the spot now what had happened was the police also arrested three other co-workers from their homes these are all from the same church and they had flown to Malaysia and attended a gospel and culture seminar a conference and a prominent Indonesian pastor Chinese Indonesian was the one speaking see this is how you make war nobody is free to do anything every time they move or go anywhere you know it and they can't wait to throw your butt in jail and we still have Wang Yi who was one of the first ones, the biggest churches, he's still in prison. And his family are still missing him. And we have a lot of other examples. But see, we find this antichrist attitude even in America today. Obama had it. Of course, a lot of people are accusing him of being antichrist anyway. But the fact of it is, is that because of the way they do things, both in Obama's administration and in Biden's, and the people that they have in there, these people lean towards finding patriots and finding people of faith and everyday Christians, middle class, and they target them. Now, during Obama's reign, he actually targeted Samaritan's Purse, among others. Not him personally, his people. But see, that's part of their agenda. And the agenda we have going on in America today is Antichrist. It's not friendly to um, the American way of life. And it's not good. It's, so really, it's really heartbreaking. It is. And so... What happens in China is constant harassment, the detention of preachers and members of the church, 
hassling them. They also imposed that social uh, marking system some time ago, and Biden and his Democrats have been talking about doing the same thing in America. This is a communist system. This is not a system for America. But these people want to put it here. They've mentioned it before. Yeah. But you see, no man should have that much power. Half the time, Biden doesn't even know where he's at, at least from what I've seen and read and even heard myself when he speaks. And this guy, has all he has to do is sign papers in front of him that's put there, probably Susan Rice or someone of that ilk who is helping him, and he signs all this stuff and even forgets what he signed because he signed so much of it. And because of that one signature now, we have gotten everything being raised. And at the rate we're going, we could have up to 8 to 10 million illegals in this country at the end of four years. And they're borrowing. They're looking at at least uh, well, what they borrowed last night. They're talking about another $3 trillion, so f- over $4 trillion. And, and I think that's just the start that they want to borrow. Because a lot of people are going to get free rent. Yeah, and everything else. Meanwhile, the middle class are going to be working because we know you have to work. See, this is the thing that's happening in America. And I'm telling you this because this show tells you about the persecuted church. And the persecuted church is going to be here in America next. And this, this America that has stood to help oppress people around the world, and even now, you have big organizations like Samaritan's Purse, Persecuted uh, or International Christian Concern, Barnabas Aid, you have CBN, you have TBN, you have many others that have huge budgets for this. Once they clamp down, and America goes to hell in a handbasket, there's not going to be money flowing from the middle class or anybody else to help any of these organizations. The persecuted church is not going to have any help. And this is why it's important for people to stop sitting on their butts and do something. Many people just think, well, this will be over in four years. Yeah, it'll be over in four years. You won't have a country left. So you need to pray. You need to look to the Lord, and you need to pay attention to what's going on. Amen. Like uh, Schumer said, this $3.5 trillion bill will amount to transformational change for America. That's pretty scary. Yeah, and we're talking the Constitution gone, the Bill of Rights, private ownership of property, all... Every bit of it is socialist. And that's what they're going to do. And when you look at an election, the proof has come out. It's been out now. And it's popping up all over the place. Now that, you know, Biden's agenda is destroying America, people are beginning to look at the election. See, the Dem- uh, see, the Republicans wouldn't even look at it. <clears throat> Neither would the Supreme Court. Because they figured it was just a fluke. But the bottom line of it is, the whole thing is a mess. Yeah, it is, it is really a mess. And of course, I've warned about judgment. I've been warning in this end time ministries, we've been going for well over two decades, and I've been warning of judgment on America. Well, friends, this could be it. And I'm praying, Lord, in your judgment, remember mercy. And if you think this is a fluke, there's a lot of them that do. You're going to be surprised. And I hope to God, pray to God that you're right. It's a fluke. I hope that this thing won't be there. But there's signs that I see and have seen. And those signs, as I look out, I see a society that's corrupt, a society that's rich, a society that's had too much time on its hand, a society of many generations of younger people who have gotten their morals from the Internet, which is amoral, and we're corrupted. We're filthy. 
We need to repent. And while they tell me there's a, a Christian revival going on in America, that a lot of people are getting saved, well, I'll tell you, the fruits of Christianity is not just raising your hand and saying, I'm saved. The fruits of Christianity is what has it done to change and transform society. And I can tell you, and I know very well, now, Samaritan's Purse, run by Franklin Graham, his dad, Billy Graham. I've heard him preach many, many a time. I've seen a lot of his stuff. I've worked with with uh, David Wilkerson's crusade. Tower and I both did. And when you look at it, Billy Graham preached everywhere. David Wilkerson warned and preached everywhere. And what do we find today? One of the biggest hedonistic, self-righteous, bigoted nations there is on the face of this earth. And we think that we're going to be okay because we have the Bill of Rights. Well, folks, your enemy is now in the secret chambers. And they're making laws that's going to destroy your country. And there's only one way that happens. When God allows the enemy to overcome in a nation, that means judgment. That means that nation is not right where it needs to be and it needs to repent. That's right. Amen. So now, Tower, are you ready for yours? I am. This story comes to us from Open Doors. And it's about the Iranian, uh, an Iranian man being held due to his Christian faith. He converted to Christianity and um, his name is Hamed. And in his short video, well, he was arrested and put in prison for his faith and he said in this video a short video before he sub submitted himself to the central prison on July 27th he said I thank God for considering me worthy of enduring this persecution because of him and he's 31 years old he said he was arrested for Christian activities and the government calls it propaganda against the Islamic Republic and despite the fact that Christians are recognized as a religious minority under Iranian law the security forces nevertheless pursue the issue of Muslims converting to Christianity and his case actually dates back to February of 2019 and because of COVID, it was his sentence was put off until earlier in April. And he was he was picked up on the morning of February twenty third as he left his house near the capital city of Tehran. He was targeted by Iran's Ministry of Intelligence. He was confronted and arrested by secret agents. They raided his home looking for any Christian items they could find. When they finished ransacking his house, the agents had confiscated Bibles and Christian literature. And they took his hard drives as well. And so he was taken to a prison 20 miles away in Karja. And he was held in solitary confinement for 10 days before he was transferred for an, to another prison for another two days. They tried to coerce him with money to be an informant on other Christians, but he boldly refused that. And of course, he was beaten for denying that. They finally let him go as he after he submitted guarantees in the form of pay slips i don't know what that means <clears throat> and they released him on bail and ordered him and a family member to attend islamic re-education classes 
and they also harassed and threatened his family. And after four classes, he refused to participate anymore. And of course, that decision quickly targeted court proceedings, triggered court proceedings that had been delayed by the COVID-19. And so in March, well, in April, he was later sentenced. His appeal has been rejected. So he's sentenced to a central prison in Karja to be to begin his sentence, or he was summoned there to begin his sentence. The prison is rife with human rights abuses. The halls are overcrowded with prison authorities packing 700 people into halls that have the capacity for 200. Many people are sleeping on the grounds and, car- and on cardboard. The sanitary conditions are horrible. They shut off the water every day from 2 to 6 p.m. And the food rations have diminished to a quarter of what they used to be. So the prisoners are always hungry. So this, for the next 10 months, will be Hamed's world for the crime of leaving Islam to follow Jesus. Yep, make no mistake, they hate it. Oh, they do. They hate it, and uh, the assembly of loving God. Now they're just one, one uh, group that is working with the Muslims, and uh, God is moving among the Muslims. Yes, He is. Thank God. There's for that. a lot of Muslims that have not a clue, but there's a lot of Muslims that do, and another group, and that is in India, the Sikhs and the. And the Hindus there also attack Christians and persecute them. So there's a lot of troubles everywhere. And remember in Revelation 13, the beast makes war. Well, the beast has been making war for a long time, ever since, uh, you know, you had Adam and Eve in the garden. But you go even further, uh, you go, go forward, you know, uh, the devil has always been there too try to destroy anybody that God considers as a friend or want to forgive or love and uh, so when you get to Revelation in the end time and the final climax of everything he makes war well he has literally been making war for a long time but now he's ramped it up and it's been ramped up for probably um, ever since at least the, the year 2000 when because we can make a noticeable difference and then it really ramped up in 2014 2015 and now it's ramped up again and uh, we have tremendous troubles that's why it's important for America we need to get America back on track we need to stop all this this adjustment that these nincompoops are doing in DC if we can and we need to get back because we need to be able to help the brethren overseas not to mention the fact it'll help us if we get squared away here. Yeah. So, when you look at Iran as an ongoing persecution, we talk about them all the time. We talk about Nigeria, Africa a lot, Pakistan, India, North Korea, China. You know, it never ends. No. And the Mission Network News had a story talking about what is happening in Africa. And there's been a lot of people talking about this. We talk about it all the time. But they begin it with talking about uh, Islamic militants average 14 violent events per day for the past 10 years. 14 violent events per day. For the past 10 years. That's 14 times a day times 10. That's according to the Africa Center for Strategic Studies. And so far in that region, terrorist activity is up by 33% compared to last year. So that's last year. We know that it's expanded this year. We've been reporting on it. Now, uh, 
General Stephen Townsend is the commander of U.S. forces in Africa. And he talks about it saying it's a threat. And you see the way they, meaning the terrorists, are going into countries we had not seen them involved in before. You think of countries like Burkina Faso and Mali. We, we've talked about both of those. Well, actually, that was Greg Musselman of Voice of the Martyrs in Canada. So there is no doubt. Now, they talk about a second caliphate. Now, we've been talking about a uh, caliphate in Africa for quite a long time because it's obvious what they're going to do. And one of the things that really, you know, pushed this was when Islamic State went through, uh, you know, the Middle East in 2014-2015. And uh, there was more bloodshed uh, spread there than you could, than you can believe. Uh, but uh, they, you know, now you have a lot of wannabe Islamic state, uh, state people scattered around the globe, literally. And you can find them from the Philippines to Africa uh, to many other parts. Uh, and they're there, uh, you know. So, Dana, this um, 14 violent acts per day for the past 10 years, well, per year it's 5,110 violent acts um, times 10 is over 51,000 violent acts for the past 10 years, and that 51,000 it's just the violent events per day. It doesn't include the number of people. You could have hundreds of thousands of people that have been killed or, or, or maimed women or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And and you know the thing of it is is that uh, and we talked about this last week. Um, Jay Seculo with their organization uh, has been before various. Uh, groups in the UN, the one main group about this, and brought up what was happening in Nigeria, for instance. Uh, he, he's made eight different appeals. And nobody really seems to care that these people are getting killed. Well, it sure seems like it. Yeah, it but does. No one it, cares. It, yeah. And, and Greg Musselman, who's he with? Voice of the Martyrs. Who's writing this story? Mission Network News. We quoted ICC. I mean, and we, open doors. And open doors. And we talked about the A, the ALG churches, Bibles for the Mideast. What are these? These are all ministry. <coughs> Nobody cares. But you can look at the ministries and the organizations that are out there. And they're concerned about this, but there you'll find them also helping non-believers. That's right. Franklin Graham goes everywhere with his organization. He's everywhere on the planet, practically. And and that's good. And we want to continue with this stuff. We want to see it going out. But when you bring 10 million people into this country without knowing who they are, and once they get here, you say, we're going to take care of your food. We're going to take care of your medical. We're going to take care of everything. We're going to give you a green card. You're going to be able to drive and do everything. And what have they done to earn it? Not a thing. And there's only one reason that they're getting that. Because the Democrats want to make sure they're going to vote Democrat. So they can ensure a 100% socialist agenda forever. And when you get stuff like that, when you receive things free, you don't appreciate it. They nope. won't appreciate that. But see, I've known of people coming across the border. In the old days, we used to call them wetbacks. And I, ha I had a lot of friends. I mean, that was just the slang they used at that time. Well, they had d different work ethics back then, too. They wanted to come to America for a better to. life. And they worked hard. We, we worked with a lot of them. Yeah, Tower and I worked with a lot of them. We knew, we laughed with them, we ate with them, you know, and uh, I, I still have friends among them today that uh, are getting re retirement age and 
have a family. We we live around. And they've been they've became they became American citizens. Yeah, and so we're not against any any of these cultures coming up here. What we're against is the way the Democrats are doing it. Because what they're basically doing, if we go into a civil war, which there's a high likelihood because of the way the Democrats are doing this, uh, because there's a lot of people that ain't going to put up with this. Uh, and uh, so this, this is not good. We don't want a civil war. We want this thing to stop. We want people to use their head. But a nation is only as good as its leadership. Right now, the leadership ain't worth a frit. And I can and I can tell you, when you're talking judgment, when you're talking biblical judgment, even, I can go through Scripture and I can lead you through that, and I can show you every time it's the leadership. And when a leadership does things right, that's why it says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Make no mistake about it; your sins will find you out, America. Your sins will find you out, Americans. And your divisiveness and your and and then your woke attitude like you've got some kind of self uh, uh, righteousness that you learned it's not righteous God is righteous his way is righteous your way that's of the flesh that's corrupted so Africa Islamic Caliphate so we we're talking about these things China's Antichrist, Iran's cost of following Christ, Africa Islamic Caliphate. What part of this don't you understand, churches? You're seeing really the workings of the coming of the son of perdition, the dark one. You're seeing everything getting in place in the lawless area. And because America is so lawless, it sets us up right in the middle of it. Yes, it sure does. And this ain't surprising to us because we've been warning about it for a long time. Even before those two decades, Tower and I knew about this coming. And we warned about it a long, long time ago. So make no mistake, we're not kindergartners here. We know. I know. Whether you like it or not, I don't care. You need to adjust your own attitude by going to the Lord. Now see, we got another one. The Islam Islamic war against Nigerian Christians. And one of the reasons I put this in here, Tower, is because of how many reports we did out of Nigeria. Oh, I know. And I mean, these are sickening reports. They are. It's just unconscionable what's being done to our brothers and Christians. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, these Christians. It's horrible. And you have two groups, Boko Haram and Fulani Herdsmen, who are the worst groups. And there's more than just those two in Africa. But this is Nigeria, and they've got a bunch of, but the two main ones are those two groups. And they're relentless. Yeah. In the past 200 days in Nigeria alone, 3,462 believers, Christian believers, were murdered by extremists. And, and that's just 68 less than the total number killed in 2020 alone. So we're on track. To have a record year. We don't want that kind of record. Now the International Society for Civil Liberties and Rule of Law. Is called the Interest Society. They report that from May to July. There was 780 additional Christ followers. Who were abducted from villages throughout Nigeria. And I'll tell you, they, they look for fathers, they look for kids, and they will kill them. And they won't return the body. They'll just leave it in, in the bush somewhere. Let the animals eat it. Yeah. And, of course, we're still talking about Leah Sherabu, who was taken a long time ago. 
least three years ago, maybe four. Yeah, and she's still there. And there's been a lot of other Christians. And so there's been all kinds of reports coming out of Nigeria, and a lot of people see this. But Nigeria is typical of Africa itself. But Nigeria right now is getting the worst of it. If you're a Christian there, there's one thing. These people want to kill you. And it's easy to kill people who don't, you know, have the means to fight back. And a lot of them are Christians, you know. And I've seen the material of these groups that are fighting Christians in Africa. They've got money. They've got hardware. They've got vehicles mounted with, I think it is, 80 caliber machine guns. They go into the, into these villages and these mud huts that they got, and they, they can riddle them with holes. They can wipe out an entire village if they wanted to. Others, they come in small bands. They'll have one main vehicle, and they'll just come in and burn and kill, and they will do it at times that nobody expects. So it's... Pray for these people. We labor at this show to get the word out. That's what we do. (coughs) We have two other shows. Those are teaching the Bible. But this one is about the believers in Christ. Now, we've got another one. You you have probably about five minutes. Okay. This story is about, it comes to us from Morningstar News in India. This um, Christian family, they had converted to Christianity. They lived by a Sikh. They had just come home from worshiping. And this one of the girls went out to get water because they had visitors. Well, the Sikh family was mad that their visitors had parked so close to their um, church. Their uh, temple. Temple, thank you. I couldn't think. And Sikh is the religion. It, it's like a Hindu, but, but it's a okay. Sikh. So, anyway, they ended up beating the girl, her mother, who is a widow, and they almost choked one of the daughters to death. They grabbed her around the neck. She was unconscious for a, for a month and unable to speak. She comes in and out of consciousness. It's It's horrible. She's in a state of shock, and they... Another sister and husband, son-in-law, tried to come out to rescue them. They were beaten. The girls and the mother were stripped of their clothes. And they tried to kill the other daughter by choking her. And what is going on is just horrible. They went to the police to file a first incident report, and there was a visiting officer there, so he filed the report, but nothing's been done about it because this family is very influential and they're powerful people and they're well connected politically, so there's nothing going to be done for this family and it's outrageous that that this has happened to this family. You know, that's how it is though in a lot of places. Money. Money yes, talks. It does. And the pictures of this young girl, you know, she just looks horrible. And they they want them they want the family to settle out of court. This is just wrong. They don't want to file the report or do anything about that. And that's typical police procedure. Yep. We the, see that in Africa, in in the Middle East, all over. Because they're, you know, basically the police are biased against Christians from the, from the get-go. And most of these people in India that persecute the Christians uh, are from a higher caste. 
they have more influence, they have more money, and they know where the local cop lives. And they can make life miserable for him. So they, they're walking a tightrope. And uh, here we see constantly no justice. There's no justice. There's no justice for Christians in Iran or China or North Korea. There's no justice even when you get to Nigeria and you get into Pakistan and India. There's no justice. Yeah, and India ranks 10th on the Christian um, where, as the most difficult place for Christians to live. And that was as of 2020. In 2013, they were number 13, but their position has worsened because Modi came to power. Yep. And that's because he's a nationalist Hindu party, the BJP. And uh, the nationalist uh, Hindus want to make India Hindu only. They want to make them, I thought they wanted to make it Hindu free by the end of the year or was it the end of 2023? Well, no, not Hindu free, Christian I mean Christian free. And Muslim free, there's also Sikhs there. Yeah, see, they're, um, that's what they want. You know, and so Modi denies it. I, you know, he has denied it. Of course he does that uh, he's even said as much I read a quote from him that the Christians were mistaken uh, but we see a lot of times you know uh, these these organiz- these states like you know China and a lot of these others they guarantee freedom of, of religion but it's their definition of freedom of religion in China's case you have to worship the state first then their religion and in India the Hindus are the ruling party but Hinduism wasn't the first one there as far as an established religion it was Christianity brought by one of the apostles so at any rate Pray for them. Pray for the brethren. And if you can financially do so, find you an organization that has good organization to it. You know where your money's going. And it'll get over there to help the believers that have boots on the ground over there. We're going to have to get out of here. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We hope the best for you in the Lord. We pray for your safety. And we ask that you would pray for your brethren. And we, as we pray for you, we pray that God will not let anything or anybody take you out of his hands. So we love you and thank you for all you do for the Lord. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our website at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Be sure to, you know, listen to us on the various networks that we're on. Uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up on them. Comment if you want to. Uh, share the, bro- uh, the program. Sh- share our articles. Share the websites so we can get the word out. And... Uh, Tonight, especially, remember the, a- the ALG churches uh, have a tremendous need out there, and uh, pray for them. They're looking to the Lord, and uh, they know what persecution is. A lot of them over there do. But we're seeing more of this stuff. We have more and more all the time. American society is turning antichrist. And we've seen this. Now it doesn't mean they're all like that. But it means that we need to pay attention. So don't fall asleep America. Wake up. Shalom everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.